talking about um, decentralized internet. And the, and the company actually made like a real actual use for it where pretty much each phone yeah. was kind of like its own server so everyone can surf the internet through each other's phones or mobile devices. Yeah. But the issue is, to make a long story short, uh, towards the end, uh, that algorithm found a way to just decide everything that had a passcode that was locked uh -huh. needs to be unlocked. And it, we're not just talking about your laptop on your phone. We're, we're talking like the nuclear launch codes for every single uh, computer network. Anything with the password. Yeah. Anything with a password is going to get hacked. So therefore, if they didn't stop the thing in time, nukes were going to go off all across the world, or at least in the USA, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I feel like, you know, since, you know, this whole craze with cryptocurrency kind of happened in the pandemic, People start to look more into decentralized internet, trying to take down or separate Google or you know any of the big players. Really, yeah. 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 Um, which really is going to start our conversation about uh, video productions and following trends on the internet and so. All the algorithms that are kind of involved behind that, because these are systems that we have programmed to kind of learn and predict our behavior and stuff. Uh, I'm just going to say artificial intelligence. Yeah, that's what that's they good. are. They yeah. are literally programming brains yeah. um, <laughs> that can do these really complicated tasks. And I'm not anybody that's. I don't want to be the the people scared of technology. I mean, but I do think there is a a, a real conversation to be had about the dangers that we just kind of blindly give uh, trust to and yeah. still on the flip side of that technology is tools you know yeah. technology yeah. is everything I, I hate to pick on the Amish but uh, <laughs> I, I always wonder it's like you know they reject uh, technology and stuff like that but everything is technology your shoes your house yeah. all of that is at some point technology so either I don't want to sound like the guy that says cars. That's crazy, you know. Right, or, right. you know, because this is this could be a really good um, thing. But I don't want to just only talk about the bad. Right. With our generation, I mean, we were born nineteen ninety seven. Yeah. Um, ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah. Tony. Ninety seven. So we were born, at least from my perspective, we we we. From what I remember, you know, from one to, you know, whenever we started to remember things, um, we've had, whether it be the internet and things along those lines, going into elementary school, they're teaching us how to utilize computers, yeah. and our parents didn't have that, and yeah. their parents definitely didn't have Ooh. stuff like that. Yeah. So seeing that we've gone from, you know, putting on these big, bulky, uh, you know, plastic headphones yeah. that, that weren't sleek at all, and you, you know, typing on a heavy-duty keyboard to, even feeling easily phones, able to phones that were just phones and that, they have minutes, yeah, exactly. minutes restrictions and everything exactly this stuff is crazy how fast it's gone yeah and you know i think there's a lot of good in regards to the fact that i can you know link up with somebody from or just communicate with somebody from yeah. a different part of the world entirely Absolutely. yeah and before you were just able to send mail and stuff like yeah. that so that's the good part about it the bad part could be any number of things, you know, people trying to take over technology, propaganda, yeah. things like that. So. Yeah, and technology really is us, you know. Yeah. Uh, we're the, the ones making it, which is why I think we also have a responsibility to encourage, you know, tech companies to be ethical when they, yeah. you know, 
yeah. or designing these systems. But, you know, at the end of the day, everybody has, you know, every company has their own motive of what they're trying to get done. And, you know, just going back to Silicon Valley, yeah. you know, I just kind of was thinking, yeah. uh, what are even tech companies even? Think about a company like Amazon, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're a tech company, but they also are really just a logistics company if right. you really yeah. boil it down. Uh, and I mean, we see them as like this giant superstore, but Amazon isn't really hosting the store. They're really just the people figuring out how we can get it from yeah. here to there. Exactly. Um, and I don't know if you've seen the WeWork documentary, but you know, a billion dollar uh, startup company basically <laughs> is just any other real estate company. I, I have yet to watch that yet, but... I hadn't seen it. Yeah, yeah. But, but even just the commercial alone about this guy just saying, we like we can or we work or we Whoa. do this and, and they just... It's almost like starting a technology cult. Where it's like, yeah. you ask them, what do you do? And we're like, oh, yeah, we're just a logistics company. No, that because everybody has that like tech pitch of like, what if I told you this app can change the world? Ever since <laughs> Steve Jobs. That's yeah. yeah. And I don't know if companies were as, not even companies, when people had that, that kind of idea, I'm not sure. It makes me wonder, looking through history, where pe did people have the same kind of passion in regards to I'm going to change the world with this thing. I mean, th th somebody had to have had it. Yeah. But the way they come across. I think it's in the tech marketing. I think yeah. the way that people market themselves in tech is, again, you don't want to seem like you're on the wrong side of history. So they always come about and, the, and ever since Steve Jobs came along, yeah, you know, true. everybody. Steve Jobs, okay. Steve yeah. Jobs was probably one of the first cult leaders. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's how everybody Let's call treats tech these. Cult. That's how people treat these companies and stuff, you know. Yeah. If somebody comes along and they're using the the verbiage of Jesus, I'm here to change the world forever and you know, I'm going to take everybody who's on this side with me. Yeah. Uh, if you were to just replace that with any cult leader, it would cult sound leader. the same. Right. This is how everybody this is how every tech company pitches their app, and it's a little right. scary. It's yeah, an app, it like, it's yeah. app like people yeah. simply can't live without it. Yeah. Right. It's like, life was not right. good before, this app was invented until yeah. Right, and that's what's crazy. That's almost the way to have them think, to get you to think that you need something that yeah. you never needed in the yeah. first place. Because, you know, we've made it from, you know, farming, hunting, and gathering. So clearly we made it this far without the app. You know, without, <laughs> so without just a app idea. So <laughs> the fact that I think... Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. I don't want to segue to farming or nothing or anything like that. But yeah. anyway, with technology, that, that good and bad, and having them, as you mentioned, with uh, the different faces of these uh, um, big companies, are um, it's good. It's a lot of good, yeah. and there's just a lot of danger that comes along with it, too. Yeah. Uh, if you're hearing this is about to get lit, welcome to the Victory Click Podcast, as in click on that subscribe button, <laughs> click on that like, go on and click that keyboard and type us some comments. We, we need please. your engagement, please. Yeah. I don't care if it's positive or negative, just say something. We want to hear something. Yeah. Yeah. We would have a great discussion if it's negative too, by the way. <laughs> I, I like constructive criticism, yeah. you know, yeah. that's how you evolve. People don't really like to, you know, feel judged for stuff, but at the same time, you know, sometimes yeah. you gotta adjust the formula. Also, yeah. But also, as content creators, we're starting to understand how the internet works. Yeah. And, you know, constructive criticism is one thing, 
But we know how these two comments can be. Oh, yeah, someone, that they someone is going to say, and that's why your mother's gone. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> you don't even know my mom. Exactly. But all right. Yeah. right. If people just say anything they want to do, that's that's just the sacrifice we make. Yeah. For the creating stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to introduce our friend, good old Grant. Hello. Uh, he is helping us here. We're, we're actually in Crystal City right now. Yeah. Uh, we were at BlurCon 2021, and I'll let you guys see more of that. Uh, but he was so kind enough to host for us our anime music trivia panel. So uh, we want to give him a warm introduction. We'll put some a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and he's here to talk to us today. Um, so yeah, what are we talking about this time? We were what were you saying about uh, understanding the internet and trends and stuff? Well, just trying to just us as being content creators now, mm-hmm. trying to understand exactly. Okay, we see the YouTubers getting no notoriety over the pandemic because they were able to make money through the pandemic. Right. And, you, and making YouTube money is almost as expensive as making money off of just having fun. Right. Yeah. And yeah. every single person I know would love to make money off of just having, having fun. Having fun. Yeah. That is just, the millennial dream. And <laughs> just to it's record, <laughs> it's just simply to record your own fun or, or record you talking to your friends about whatever yeah. stuff yeah. we're talking about. There's no better way I would like to make a living. And I feel like that's always been my personal philosophy. <laughs> and when I first started my company, I literally, that was on my, my masthead, my mission statement of, you know, I would rather make my money entertaining people, having a great time. That's yeah. good. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of dirty ways you can make money. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> a- a- absolutely. Yeah. This one I wanted to be through fun. Yeah, um, I think that's what people need to see too. You yeah, know, you know they get get online, had a long day, stuff like that, and yeah. happen to stumble upon this right here, this conversation, and you never know how you know it might affect somebody. That everybody yeah. get away. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is that everybody wants to do this now. Yeah, and it's true. a seller's and, and, and market. us, yeah, including us. You know, yeah. we are we are we are trying to make some money off of this. Yeah, but there's a lot more work that goes into it more than people realize. Yeah, they always oh, yeah. say, "Oh, I want to start a podcast or, or, or YouTube channel." Okay. Um, yeah. What's your target audience? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, what's your budget? You know, what's your brand? Right. You know? And also, is your stuff actually good? <laughs> that's yeah. true. That's true. We got mics, by the way, this time. <laughs> We're stepping into every yeah, video. Every, every video gets a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and at the end of the day, you also want to provide value to people, whether it's just coming home, like you said, at the end of the day, that's having true. a good time, or you know, yeah. like again, which is why we want to accept constructive criticism because you know. The feedback is necessary too. People, you know, I, the reason why I feel like we're even here now is because you know of just that whole mentality. All you need is a cell phone and whatever you can just yeah. get it started. And I do think that is very true. Yeah. But you, you, you know, you still got to think about every aspect of video production and stuff. How you're going to get it out there? How are you yeah. going to, uh, you know? Uh, how are you going to produce like you said what's your budget and stuff I have clients and stuff that come to me and it's like you know I had this idea for this show and it's like you know okay well you just start asking critical questions and it's like you know people like the idea but they don't really necessarily see it through Mm -hmm. Uh, but I do think a lot of the fun is also just in the process that's true you know yeah um Oh yeah, I was saying that I think what this is, what's really awesome is seeing from each podcast that has come along the way, each one has grown in yeah. a way that is really cool to see as an audience member. You get to build relationships with you guys during the podcast, get to understand the different yeah. viewpoints, and on top of that, you're seeing the growth as well mm-hmm. over this span of time, and then you can scroll back down and see the very first one all the way up to yeah. years later, and it's a whole... <laughs> fitted room, things like that, sound quality, so yeah. that's awesome, that's awesome. 
And, uh, you know, we were just talking about, you know, the whole, like, the evangelist pitching oh, of, uh, you know, of tech companies and stuff. But if you really kind of think about it, you know, a lot of content creators kind of have to do the same thing. They have to really insert, like, you know, where is your value if you're gonna try to get a following of people that you know is gonna say I'm gonna spend my hard-earned dollar uh, on your stuff on your content or you know my limited amount of years or you know days of my life following you you got to make it worthwhile um, and just to take the conversation back to technology you know the algorithm that's really where the the artistry kind of begins because not only do you have to make the content, but you got to translate that into the means of production now, which is right. internet, and yeah, social media. There is, I, I don't know, I have no idea if any of our audience members watch the uh, the social uh, dilemma yet, but they definitely do talk about what the algorithm is. Yeah, and how true. you know that word really blew up. Yeah. Throughout, throughout the pandemic too because everyone yeah. says oh I'm trying to trick the algorithm and I'm like or I'm trying to appease the algorithm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like so, what are you oh, talking about? The Social Dilemma is a documentary yeah. on, on Netflix and mm-hmm. in, the, in the documentary they taught they um, showcase the differences between not even just differences they just give you a broad perspective of uh, social media and the effects it can have on, on human and the uh, process of making it so and it's definitely good with the check and basically like, they pretty much talk about how a lot of these Silicon Valley folk and well, we do use these apps. We are going to call them out too because we have to, you know, for Facebook, yeah, Instagram, yeah. Snapchat. You, you know, yeah. they 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 really are just a marketing company now. You know, it's no longer about just simply trying to connect with people. Like Snapchat's whole mission statement is to take photos and send it to your peers. Yeah. Well, think about the sheer amount of ads they all they all they also sell as well. Yeah. And especially on Facebook, and we know about the Facebook algorithm because of the. And again, and that's where we, we get into that whole WeWork thing. What happened with yeah. WeWork is, I mean, tech evaluations and stuff uh, are tens of millions, hundreds of millions, even billions of dollars. So you got to really kind of sell the Kool-Aid in a way <laughs> if uh, you want to get somebody to say, here's $10 billion, like they did with the guy, I forgot his name, Adam something, who uh, did, well, basically what happened is there's this big, big investment, like, Fund in, uh, I want to say it's China, right? I'm gonna look it up. It's called WeWork. SoftBank. Uh, SoftBank had a ten billion dollar like cash pile, and they gave WeWork. I want to say what? Oh. What did I say? Ten billion? Ten billion. No, they have a hundred billion dollar cash pile, um, and they gave WeWork ten billion dollars. But Holy the fact of the matter is, is that WeWork was mostly just like this group of people who just went out and partied and did all this yeah. stuff. Uh, they threw these huge office parties, these like rented out private islands for retreats and all their uh, employees and stuff. But their tech product actually didn't deliver. They were promising like a life changing, you know, world changing, uh, uh, I guess, processing system. But all they really had was a brand. I'm reading it right now, and the New York Times literally called the company's effort, failed effort to go public. An implosion, unlike any other, unlike any other in history of startups, Man. it was that bad. It was almost like a Ponzi scheme. That's wild. That's yeah. really wild because there's all these different companies out there, and as we were mentioning too, the um, not just figureheads, right? 
it's the people who are at, at the heads of the company, the yeah. faces you know of, so like for Microsoft, Bill Gates, mm-hmm. or for Apple, you know, Steve Jobs, and yeah. the teams that are involved there, and the ideas that they bring to the front, and they showcase them as this is really going to change the world. This is what the human race needs to go yeah. forward, and. It's interesting because we're all people. We're all just trying to, you know, figure out a way yeah. to, to help better the world, and that's just someone else's perspective on what they want to better the world with. Yeah. But what happens is, I think when the really large conglomerates and a lot of billions of dollars get involved, <laughs> things can, and there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people involved in the process. Yeah, it can get a little dangerous sometimes. Yeah, I mean, like in terms of. I'm, well, not gonna just, mention, I'm not going to mention Elon Musk again. I've already talked about him. That money, You're gonna, that money changes things. The fact that... I'm going to talk about Tesla real quick, just as a tech company, right? You're going to make him a... You're going to be a billionaire, your personal enemy. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I watch what you say real carefully. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. What, I'm, what I'm trying to say is that... Tell you what. Do you know who the CEO of Microsoft is? See, I don't know. I only but, know those big names that... But you, know, but you know the CEO of Tesla... That's, that's, that's Elon Musk. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I don't know the CEO. The name of my bank is. <laughs> but I know who Elon Musk is. The CEO is essentially a celebrity. And uh, again, the whole thing with the Bitcoin and Dogecoin, him making slight comments, literally drove the prices of those up tens of percent. I can't tell you exact numbers because on plenty of occasions. But even when, like when Elon Musk even said the two negative things about a Bitcoin a few a few months ago. Yeah. The prices went down like twenty thousand dollars. I'm saying he wasn't the only factor, but he definitely did help drive it. Yeah. Just off of his comments on Twitter, just just look what happened with Dogecoin. You know, when you have that much power and you can literally just change the landscape of financial institution or just even the affect world. people's buying habits, really. Yeah. Uh, because. And, and that's the other side of like the technology is just going to respond to whatever the people are doing, right? He understands that, uh, and you know, the, the reason why he's going viral and stuff isn't because he's going on these marketing campaigns. And you've always said, you know, that he says uh, marketing departments and stuff like that are just kind of not necessary. Yeah, in fact, no PR Tesla has no PR like company at all. Wow. So any information you know that you I've get, never seen Tesla, other than you know, no commercials, mm-hmm. no billboards, like you said, nothing on the internet. It's also just name. Like everyone, yeah. yeah. Even non-car people that think about electric car, they think of a Tesla. They think of yeah. Tesla. That's true. That's true. I, I remember the uh, the other company, Fisker or something like that, but mm-hmm. it really is just you know Tesla yeah. with what you see. And even in regards to seeing how fast everything has changed so drastically in regards to just technology in general, mm-hmm. on the internet in general. And it's very difficult to even predict at this point where things are going to end up in the next 30 years or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Our cell phones... You know, three years ago or so, maybe more. We were talking about that earlier. They used to be able to take off the back and just trade oh, yeah. the battery out. Yeah. yeah. And now everything's locked in. You got to go back to the manufacturer in order to fix your stuff. So. Yeah. And that goes into the whole aspect of right to repair, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, um, so pretty much a lot of um, either consumers or mechanics are fighting with these conglomerates to have the right yeah. to either have parts to repair, like for example, like. Like you said with the phone, you know, we can't change out the battery on um, on, our, on our iPhones. That also allows Apple to therefore sell us, you know, more phones yeah. you know, and therefore make more money versus us keeping the iPhone for like 10 years and just re- replacing parts. Yeah, it's really like a battle of beliefs on this 
mm-hmm. kind of idea of ownership that Apple believes, or not even just Apple. I don't even want to. It's pretty much almost everybody. It, yeah, absolutely everybody now. But the same thing, kind of, and I think this is going to really pivot into the conversation yeah. of yeah. social media. But yeah. uh, we can just use Apple for example. But you know, like you said, it's with cars and everything. Uh, they believe they created the product, therefore they own the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the licenses and stuff like that. So. Uh, imagine kind of like a sneaker company. Um, if they put out a design, kind of like what happened with Lil Nas X uh, <laughs> when he had the like demon Nike yeah, shoe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they say, you know, we're not associated with this product. You know, right. we don't want yeah. you to make our brand look bad because of something you did with that particularly uh, customized, you know, thing or whatever. And I mean, imagine if Apple said, yeah, you can swap out the phone battery. But then their phone started blowing up or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's a liability thing. Yeah, yeah, but that you know gets kind of like just like use kind of the car example real quick. You know, if I were to take my car to a mechanic and it blows up, I'm not I'm not gonna automatically sue whatever company I have if I know Americans are kind of sue happy, <laughs> uh, trigger happy. And yeah, and that's the thing. It's <laughs> like that money. this is some positive <laughs> intent, but even still, like if you have a product in you know that it is safe for me to be able to replace certain parts. I don't say no one right my it is going to sue Apple or sue every company you know that yeah you know whoever is at fault. But even still, you know it. I doubt it, it'll go that far, but I can definitely see that happening. And mm-hmm. companies that they, they don't want to take that risk, yeah. they just don't or to take that kind of responsibility. Like, so I have a question for y'all. Okay. okay. All right. All right. In the same way that they believe, again that they like on the product and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. When a person puts something out on social media and it goes viral, does it still belong to that person or does it now belong to the internet? Does it now belong to the internet? Well, hmm. Because I can see both I, arguments, but okay. go ahead. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Greg. I was saying that, and that's a really interesting point in regards to ownership of mm-hmm. when you put something that you've created onto mm-hmm. a platform online. Yeah. I have never read through any of the terms and conditions in yeah. regards to what it means to utilize those platforms. And no it's ideas. the truth. They're so long. I'm getting better at it now to yeah. really understand what, you know, legally um, what your actions represent on the platforms. Yeah. So in regards to ownership, I think for me, I'd have to go check to see if when you post to a platform, do they have all the ownership over those things? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, to use your image and your likeness or things like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, what about like the public though? Because like, okay. again, like once you go viral, uh, you so, know. So like on TikTok, how a lot of the black users or the black content creators are boycotting because. Well, I wasn't even going to get to that yet. I was okay. just fit saying in general, right? So you were talking about like likeness and stuff, mm-hmm. right? If you say have a, a song that goes viral or even like a clip, like somebody like Sweet Brown, who oh, did yes. the, ain't nobody got time for Oh, that. yeah. That's you true, know, that's a true. lot of people say getting memed ruins your life. But yeah. in the same way that, you know, if you take your phone to a, you know, custom repair shop and they swap out the RAM card and the battery, mm-hmm. uh, if somebody takes your picture and stuff off the internet and makes a meme out of you, chops up oh. your voice and, you know, makes yeah. music out of you, um, who gets you, right, okay, yeah you who owns yeah. that right, um, right and the fact of the matter is is that we can't really but when something goes viral there's no way you can kind of follow it because you would that's have to true. sue everybody left the, and right the, and that's where like we're talking about like the internet is the home of 
in a sense the world and what's what sucks is i know where you're like going at because it's not the because you're not just specifically talking about you going viral on a platform it's just yeah. the, 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 the social the knockback of yeah. once you are on an open market and yeah. people can say oh i made this out of you and i did this out of you i mean think about characters that go viral like loki which i still haven't seen yet i think it ended Oh, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. Then. Yeah, I kind of stay out there. Yeah. I don't see any spoilers. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. But <laughs> a character like Loki gets redrawn in you know uh, people's fan art. They have mashup videos, and you know they will you know they'll just make any kind of memes and make fan stories and stuff like that. And they do the yeah. same thing with celebrities like Beyonce. You know, people talk about every time Beyonce gets mentioned or Nicki Minaj, they will trend on Twitter off of a single person just mentioning it and then yeah. the whole their whole fan base is coming and it just makes them go viral right yeah once again yeah uh and you know they kind of have control over that happening but if you are just somebody who accidentally goes viral yeah. i don't know exactly <laughs> yeah i mean, I mean how do you find the original creator of some things like that well because you also have in instances you have a creator they'll put something out there and then you'll have someone who will, I've seen it, they'll screen record their yeah. phone's recording <laughs> yeah. of them watching the oh YouTube video, yeah. post it on their own thing, and then that video will go viral, but they'll they'll erase the name of yeah. the person who originally created it. Yeah. So if you don't have any sort of say-so or power, you know, you won't be able to say, hey, that is mine. Yeah. And this is where getting a patent the patent office doesn't for that reason but that's a whole different argument but also the, thing is, the rise of NFTs too yeah mm-hmm. well I was going to say in terms of the whole patent thing trademarks uh, and stuff like that that goes terribly both ways because uh, you know <laughs> But companies will try to extend their trademarks and stuff on things until the end of time in perpetuity throughout the universe and that's, that's yeah. like in the, uh, it's, it's, it's the terms of service yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you post up here in perpetuity throughout the universe forever all until the all, end of time we can sue the brakes off that alright yeah. okay. so funny that's what they say that's what yeah. they say there uh, but what were you about to say about crypto no I was saying well like we've seen a rise in NFTs where people will what like to be honest, I haven't looked too much um, into like NFTs or all that much, but I do know they use blockchain technology. Yeah. And basically, it kind of allows p- people to create a digital art, mm-hmm. but not if it's a, a voice recording or a saying you have. It's kind of like your own way of uh, getting your own patent or your own trademark without going through, you know, the patent office. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's again how, even though a lot of people have taken advantage of that by just putting anything out of, mm-hmm. you know, let's just say, here's a picture of the album. Buy this as an NFT. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but I mean, you can get kind of smart with it. Like, if you can uh, say release songs and stuff as NFTs, that's like a way to personally interact with your fans that you couldn't do without that kind of technology. For a quick pause. Sure. What is an NFT for? Is that an acronym? Does oh, yeah. Uh, sure. Non-fungible uh, token. Non-fungible token. Uh, and you can sell, for example, an example of an NFT. What would that look like? So the weekend did a really good example of he chopped up like I think his whole rollout for his album was great. You know, yeah. uh, he his album literally started his rollout in 2019, and it was like every month of the pandemic he was giving us something different. Yeah. Uh, but for example, if I'm not mistaken, he released like a cover and a single for one of his songs as an NFT. And basically, without getting into the yeah. nitty gritty of the technology, uh, it kind of will create like a unique 
uh, kind of undecryptable file, if that makes sense, um, that you yeah, can then okay. put a, uh, you can put a piece of art on. So mm -hmm. art, the whole art market runs on scarcity yeah. with, you know, uh, one piece being more valuable than the other. So it was kind of a way for musicians to get into the, uh, I guess, art space by selling these uh, tokens as uh, things that can be auctioned off and, you know, uh, basically have their own little mini market shares of it. Um, and they can really be, I'm not going to say anything. I've made a couple of uh, NFTs myself of just, just stuff that I put together. Um, you, want to you want to advertise them? I'll put it right here. I, mean, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't going to, but uh, they can basically be anything. They can be a song, a picture, a file or something, just something unique. And the thing is, the people with these big audiences, people will buy their socks and right. underwear. So <laughs> they can put anything out. Uh, and like I said, they'll respond to it. You know, if Beyonce was like, here's a, a uh, my signature. Yeah. She make twenty thousand dollars a copy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, uh, yeah. You wanted to talk about some of the following trends and stuff. Uh, I, I have had a lot of people, you know, come up and ask about, you know, what are the processes of, you know, creating content, uh, trying to follow trends, trying to ride, you know, waves and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, in order to get to that point, you know, because a lot of these markets and stuff, I mean, traditionally speaking, we would call something like that, like a bubble, uh, yeah. where people just kind of ride the popularity of a thing, you know, with money. Uh, and the technology has kind of created like miniature effects of that, but we just call it going viral or trending or whatever, um, you know, yeah. when it happens online. But oh, yeah. what were you, uh, so yeah, we, we can definitely talk about some of those things in regards to how I was thinking of trends as some of them are good, but the majority, and good as in um, the, a, a good trend would say, for example, uh, a trend where a people walk, yeah, I'll a say, simple dance. I, yeah, I was just like a simple dance community, right? Community, yeah. right? Or when harmless. people walk, uh, let's say a trend, for example, is walking an old lady across the street and that yeah. becomes trending and it's like, that's good for yeah. people to help other people. But a lot of the times the trends are just crazy. Most yeah. of the time, from at least some of the things I've seen. Years ago there was a trend and I think it was in New York City. And I'm not 100% sure if the news companies or the articles that were putting this information out was 100% accurate, but it was called the knockout game. Yeah, I remember that. that what is a trend? You never heard of that? The no. knockout game? Where, uh, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. So go the ahead. knockout game, I don't think it goes on anymore, but it, it was a trend at the time. And it would, it would be young, um, usually just young men, and they go around New York City, and they come up behind somebody and punch them as hard as they could. Just strangers, just random people, being the, just being the, just being the crap out of people. That was it. And oh my be God. a group of them, or they go like send one guy, and it'd just be somebody with headphones in walking down the street, and there'd be security cam footage, or somebody was filming from across the street, and knock them out, and then just run. Beat and the crap out. That's not a trend, that's just harassing <laughs> it's people. Crazy. It really saying? is, but, but it was a thing. If they just see the thing notoriety that, people, that you yeah. get, and it's like, oh, if I, that's all I gotta do to go trending, then let me go do that. And but the, the issue with that is is that there well there's a lot of issues with that. <laughs> the, the biggest problem with social media is that again I think a lot of people see this stuff as content. Yeah. But that's what I was saying about the whole yeah. social knockback of you know there still are people behind the screens having to yeah. do this stuff, mm -hmm. even though we see it 
our brains are still just interpreting it as if, you know, oh, this is just a scene in a movie. This is just another thing on a TV channel, you know, because that's when we look at a screen, we sometimes forget about the real lifeness of it. But please do not do anything <laughs> no, like that. No, yeah. I do not mean, you know, we know that um, people crave it, people crave attention, and we live in a day and age where the validity of your source uh, doesn't matter. Can you can you try and get the stuff out first? Can you get the attention of people? Yeah. And that's, we really are, what do they call it, the attention economy? Because it's true. Uh, it's in people's focus. Yeah, yeah. Is really the number one thing in the game, which yeah. is why, uh, I just, you know, talking about trends and stuff, people yeah. come up and ask for advice. How do you do this? How do you do this? And it's like, you really shouldn't try to follow trends so much as you should try to be genuine i guess just being genuine and yeah. that, that comes across uh, whether you're talking to somebody in person or just on camera just yeah. try to be real with other people yeah because there's a lot of times okay so for another trend for example um tiktok right mm -hmm. they're oh, all doing man. the same dances but there's one song where um i think it might be a buster rhyme song right? i don't know the title or how it goes but it's there's some vulgar lyrics in the mm -hmm. song um and they would have little baby girls and people's what? kids dancing to the song but in the background, he's talking about you know something sexual or something like that in the club, and uh, they'll, have, they'll be doing the dance. And you're talking about. Mm -hmm. We're not. I'm not gonna go down that. Right, we don't that, have that because yeah. I got a few issues with that right. as well. I haven't but seen those the trend. Are dangerous. <laughs> but yeah, that just it. sounds but, nuts. Yeah. But but you know, it's just the fact that I'm just thinking about the trends I have seen the past year or so. Right, people. The pandemic really screwed with people's heads, man. It All does. we had was yeah. screens. That's just screens <laughs> we to look at. We are looking yeah. at screens for a year people straight. People have forgot about... People have forgot how to operate when you're outside around you know, like other human beings because yeah. just in the past week, do you remember the video of a lady at brunch? Oh, I'm God. Not gonna, I'm, not, I'm not going to answer any details. You know? You see, you see what I'm saying? And yeah. apparently she said that she did that because she wanted to do it for... The liberties of others to, to go viral and i was like no you're not doing this it's no it's you don't the, the only way to defeat these people is to not give them attention but it's, <laughs> the way that these products are designed is like mm -hmm. it, it makes it so easy for things to be shared to go right. viral to be right. saved and stuff like that which, if you do this right? yeah Sorry, to you, if you do x this yeah. weird thing that's yeah. inappropriate you will put you at the top yeah so it encourages them in other words you know, dysfunction the best way to have defeated Donald Trump was to ignore him. Yeah. Without even getting too political. It, by, what's it, the troll? That's why they're he's called a trolls. He's, they, a, he's a troll to me. He was a meme. Not even just <laughs> him, but just literally any of this stuff. If you see somebody doing something crazy, mm -hmm. the first thing you shouldn't think is, hmm, I'm going <laughs> to record this. Yeah, exactly. Just don't, <laughs> I'm going to put this record. on the internet. Yeah. No. Uh, even though that is kind of the first thing that we all think is like, this is nuts. Nobody's going to believe this. And then just, you know, start recording. Start recording. Mm -hmm. But if we want stuff like this to stop happening, I don't want to shift all of the blame to the companies that, you know, make apps and stuff. It is the people. It, it, it really people is the people that are using it, that are using it. And there are some things where I say, you know, that the, the companies themselves can pick up on. But I think also as consumers, we also just have to say, you know, we're drawing a line. Right, <laughs> we are. We're not going to we do are. this. We have to understand that there are some things that are socially acceptable online and other things that are not socially acceptable, uh, you know, online. Mm -hmm. And the same thing translates to an in-person and, a, uh, you know, what is and what is not acceptable. 
because you know you can kind of be a little more open and things online because people don't know you so if yeah. you want to get your point across you kind of have to give a little bit more uh, but at the same time YouTube comment sections are terrible they're they like really really rough. yeah there was a video I had oh, uh, we talked about that it was yeah. weird I wouldn't well, viral for me. So that Amazon mm -hmm. video was talking about Amazon yeah. and my work experience there, and um, you know, I guess it was at a time people clicked on it because it's got a, mm -hmm. a, a caffeinated big company, and mm -hmm. a lot of the comments in there were some of them were good, like hey, thanks for you know just sharing some wisdom and some mm -hmm. positivity to help me through this moment in time. Others were like, um, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Or, you know, this guy, I don't know, Elder Barge. Uh, <laughs> Elder Barge. Oh channel. my gosh, Smokey so Robinson had a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how does that relate? I mean, <laughs> and that angle, I mean, I may have resented Smokey <laughs> Robinson a little bit, but, you know, I guess it's just, it's just Oh, man, bro, Some listen, some stuff is just funny. Some, some people stuff is funny. But at the same like, time, it's like, oh, man, this place is, I know it's a cesspool. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Again, people get rewarded for just being negative or whatever right. by the attention of other people. You know, mm -hmm. and it really is kind of how we all behave yeah. outside of the internet. That's but true. Uh, yeah, people are just crazy. They, 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 are, are, they, they are. really are. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I'm still just thinking about all the stuff that I've seen on the internet, and I don't want to. I'm not going to demonetize this by even mentioning any of the stuff <laughs> that I've seen in the past week. Yeah, but I'm just. I'm just letting y'all know. We all just continue to remember to just go outside for a little bit. Right. Yeah. It gets yeah. some fresh air. Yeah. And I mean, and for content creators, I think ideally you want to make personal experiences with people. I think that's, uh, people don't want to do the stuff behind the cameras. Uh, they don't want to interact with people, you know, in person. Mm -hmm. But the internet presents this great opportunity where we don't have to interact with people in person. Yeah. But I, I think at the end of the day, we are better people for it, mm -hmm. you know actually engaging with each other in social settings mm -hmm. and I mean and unfortunately there's something that we could do because you know the <laughs> yeah. whole yeah uh, That's true. Right. has forced these circumstances but again I think the real rewards are going to come when people people who learn how to again engage with the people behind the screens the people that are rallying that are pushing these mm -hmm. markets and stuff the people that are rallying and making these things go viral uh, because they're really the what's doing it. It's not the algorithm. It's not the the uh, you know the market. The people are the market. Yeah, they, they are. are. Uh, I do think that with that, it is. It's very interesting to see where you know for the past year, as you mentioned there earlier, mm -hmm. only having access to a few people and being forced to you know yeah. um, stay in and things like that for everything that was happening. And then coming back out slowly as things begin to um, go back to some sense of not even normalcy, but just a, a new what, what yeah, it is to readjust. Right. And I think with that readjustment, there is now a distance between people more so than there ever was. Yeah. Um, even me walking around, for example, <laughs> around here, I'm from a place where um, uh, Mechanicsville, Virginia. And it's yeah. different. Walking down the street, you'd say hi to your neighbors, and people would say hey back to yeah. you and stuff yeah. like that. Up here in this region of Virginia, Northern Virginia, um, close to DC, it is definitely different. You'll say hi to folks, and they'll hear. I'll, I'll say it loud enough, 
but nothing in return. Yeah. And it's hard to tell if that's this area or if that's just this new um, phone that's, era. I, I, I will say one thing. That's just... Before we talk any crap about people from the city, that's not what we're saying. Oh, no, not at all. Not people yeah. outside the city are generally more friendly and more welcoming because... They have to interact more. Yeah, you know, and plus, that's you, know, true. And plus you know, up here, it's a faster life. And, you know, that's people true. aren't worried about just walking around, chilling there. We're always trying to go places, you know. We're always like we're walking places. outside. We got a place yeah. to be, therefore, we're, like, we're, we're not trying to say hi, you know, we're not trying to worry about that. We're trying to think about what we're trying to accomplish. It's yeah. a, a faster life. If you really think about it, yeah. most people come to the city for the money. That and again, sense. we are in a... For friends. As, as yeah. yeah. Friends and money, yeah. In other uh, words, if, yeah. Oh, what were you going to say? Now, I would say, yeah, like, you know, people come to cities for the opportunities and, to, yeah. and experiences. Okay. Which is kind of weird because if you're in a city and you want to meet people, it shows that how to work people. But I guess yeah. it's easy to tell me folk that you just like... Yeah. Yeah. Again, people think about the, the means of getting there and not what it actually people oh. don't never stop and uh what do you say bask in the moment or whatever you actually have to like you said meet people you yeah. you can't just I, I mean i guess it works for some people but i don't know I, I couldn't just blindly just go about my day and not be attentive of the other people there you know we we almost kind of depersonalize people that way we we don't think of like and I, I hate to say this, but it is almost kind of like a video game thing. It's kind of like a self-centered thing where it's like, I got to go get this mission done. And, you know, everybody else is just unimportant, non-playable characters. <laughs> it's like, that, how is it? The actions, the things you do, what's the saying I'm trying to uh, think about? Um... The things you do do have um, consequences. Yeah, okay, there okay. we go. There are always cons. There yeah. we go. There are always cons. There are always consequences for your actions. Mm-hmm. So therefore, if you do something stupid, like I don't know, drink and drive, right? Yeah, it's consequences. There's consequences for that. Yeah, you know, that's all. I'll just leave it as. Yeah. yeah. So therefore, you know, there are people around you that are going to be affected by what you do. Like even for example, saying hi to somebody can make somebody's day. Or looking at someone in a weird way can definitely uh, affect somebody's day. Right. Yeah, and that's true. And with with that, by no means there is that everybody in this general area and this yeah. in the world. Um, I, I've noticed it more here, but by no means there definitely have been some people I have had some great conversations with in this area. And with that, I was wondering if that was caused more so by everything that happened. Um, and if it's just people trying to get used to being social again. Well, I think that's also just in cities anyways in general. And again, not here specifically, but I think, you know, even if you just think about like Chicago, New York, oh, where yeah. there's just a lot of Let's people go. together, mm-hmm. you know, I don't even think that's just a response of being on screens. I think mm-hmm. just, again, if you only have so many seconds or moments in a day, you can't divide your attention mm-hmm. to, you know, anybody coming along, that's true. you know, that's true. especially if, if you are like some yeah. business exec or whatever, that makes sense. Yeah, and true. it's like now that people are out, some people really want to get out and meet some people and get up close at you. But also, some folk don't know how to act anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I'm trying to get at. Some people that's really true. just don't know how to act. I'm anymore. still in my head every time I get close to somebody. I'm I like felt six that. feet. Six I feet. I felt that. <laughs> six feet. Like, 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 the, uh, it is yesterday. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Sometimes not wearing a mask. Yeah. Yeah. And then on top of that. Now that the rise of TikTok and more so social media and more people trying to get content like us for example, and more influencers, there are more folk that are willing to do anything it takes to go viral. And I mean, 
literally anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just think about the amount of challenges we have seen in the past year that we're not going to mention because we're trying to make money off of this. <laughs> now, we were on Patreon. That's a great way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, seriously, but it has been nuts. You know, people have really, I'm going to say it one more time, people have lost their minds. Mm -hmm. well, I'm almost ready to go back inside, but yeah. there's some content to create. So we're gonna come to all y'all soon. I mean, we're coming to them now. This right. is the Absolutely. content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come to the real soon, man. Cause, um, but in terms of content creation, let's talk yeah. about our process. I mean, we we always uh, our our process is always evolving. But yeah. the fact of the matter is, you know, as much as we want to say, you know, we can't follow trends and stuff. We we should not follow social trends so much as we should try to create them. That is, I think, the ultimate goal of content creators is yeah. you want to create uh, social gatherings and stuff around your content. Um, in terms of how was I going to say this? Oh yeah, in terms of you know uh, your process, your process is going to have to evolve every time a new technology or a new feature comes out because true, you know. Like you were saying, as every episode gets better and better, you want to also grow in terms of quality, grow in terms of you know what you're making. But at the same time, every time a new app comes out, if you're on Twitter, uh, you got to make an Instagram. If you're on Instagram, yeah. you got to make a TikTok. If you make yep. a TikTok, you got to make a, a YouTube. Mm -hmm. You make you know, you gotta yes, you, yeah. you gotta stay hip. In other words, you gotta stay with the times. Yeah, and it and it can be very tiring. And unless you know you have a very strong following or a strong brand like any famous person you could think of yeah then maybe you can create your own um platform or say which is one platform people will flock to you yeah but if you're still trying to get famous you gotta play the platform right yeah. play the park play the game and was play, yeah. play a game like this is not a fun game to play but yeah you know since we're here yeah I guess let's talk about what it, what it's been like i mean for me for me um and I used to make a whole lot of, uh, a lot more videos, mm -hmm. uh, motivational videos, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of those were fun to make. And at a certain point, it got more difficult for me to make them because it started to feel as if I was almost running out of my own Ideas. experiences oh, yeah. that mm -hmm. I had lived through to be able to give, um, you know, a motivation and, and ideas as mm -hmm. well. And then the time and effort that it takes also to make sure that you're keeping that consistent. Yeah. Um, release schedule if you're just doing it as a one-man team and that's why i think you guys have been doing an excellent job with the process the look your brand in the building thank you yeah, yeah, we're, yeah it's we're been trying. awesome it's yeah. been awesome because yeah. it takes a lot of effort anybody out there yeah. and it's worth it especially if you have the drive and determination you can do it yeah know? and um i think for me working more so on um planning and scheduling mm -hmm. will be a help with the release schedule of my content yeah that's why against a lot of the work is behind the camera most of the work is behind the camera and you know uh, just in terms of like kind of our process you know this is a business for me um, so every decision I make I think of it in terms of you know marketing budget you know travel budget uh, this that and the third where can I write off of my taxes you know all of that which also means I have to hit certain deadlines. You know, when you're in school, which, uh, oh, yeah. you know, we're gonna have yeah. to have that conversation about, <laughs> you know, the whole back to school thing. Yeah. Uh, now that everybody's been in school for like a year. But uh, in terms of, uh, dang, what was I just about to say? Um, uh, content, terms Oh of, yeah, 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 in yeah. terms <laughs> of my release schedule and okay. stuff, I, you know, with school, you could 
maybe turn in the paper late, but you know, if you really want this, you gotta hit deadlines, yep. you gotta post consistently. They say it takes six to eight months, maybe even a year of consistent quality posting to go for the, the mm -hmm. algorithm to catch sometimes. Mm -hmm. And the whole time you gotta do the metadata. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever seen uh, Smart Rapper, that guy on YouTube. Uh, uh, I looked that one up. Uh, yeah. I've heard he, of him so many times, but I never watched him. To make a long story short, he just talks about like, you know, he has a really good uh, channel. I think he's a really good kind of branding person, but basically he just talks about like, what do you have to do as an artist to kind of play the whole algorithm game, the platform game right, of, right. you know, what do your videos need to look like? What do your mm -hmm. things need to sound like? You know, how can you do this? Uh, and it's a real way of kind of like, just really the step-by-step -step process of how do you put yourself on without the traditional, uh, you know, the traditional, Team uh, uh, um, of people uh, signing to uh, a label company. or something like that, um, and he basically says a lot of the times the reason why people's songs or videos don't even you know catch is because they'll put it up, they're not putting the tags in there, nope. they're not doing any of the metadata, they're not making thumbnails and stuff, they're just posting. And that's the key though, is that you know. Like a lot of my friends, they'll tend to just post up, but only post it without actually trying to get one to kind of like the algorithm trend. Yeah, yeah. it's like here, hoping that someone would catch it. It's like, you no, know, you gotta post it either on a trendy hashtag again, or you know, trends, just anything that can really kind of catch. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of nice to uh, think about. The algorithm is literally something that people are using as a tool in order to make money. I mean, but yeah. how is that different from any other tool, you know? Uh, see, because most people just only view the the uh, the internet or social media as something to consume, yeah. not a tool that they use to the like, other way back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's kind of weird. <laughs> it is really weird, you know. And they say the best way to kind of interact now, or not interact, but I would guess content create is mm -hmm. when you post, you got to really just post with purpose. So I really yeah. understand what you were talking about yeah. when you were saying where it's like, you do have to draw from a lot of your own life experiences and stuff yeah. like that. Which is why, you know, I also think it's necessary that we just do fun stuff yeah, and hang out and, and stuff. To go right. out yeah. and, and make new ones. New yeah. just to even to yeah. share with everybody. Yeah. But at the same time, having to consistently do that will take a lot out of you. It will drain to have to kind of create purpose but you know like I was saying earlier if you want to draw an audience you have to have value so oh yeah yeah if, you, if you're gonna if you got to make content you got to do it with purpose and you got to make make it valuable for people to want to be there uh, any other practical yeah. uh, information you guys want to talk about want to give to our audience I guess I guess one thing I always tell the audience is really before you try to create your own content, really try to understand who you are as a person and you know, really what you want to do. In a sense of like, I understand what kind of audience you want to target because we can create, because because we all can just kind of talk about anything, but yeah, right. anything is not going to stick with anybody because it's not tailored for them. For everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, so just kind of like, like understand who, who, who you're talking to. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like if I'm talking to like for example, we were making stuff that was for sixty-five-year-olds. Uh, yeah, and we did. Yeah, we made totally different. Yeah, right. but now we're talking about stuff that's more for people. Yeah, yeah. similar yeah. to us in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Similar to us or anyone that was listening to it, but we understand that the main audience is this age group or this uh, a demographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's why it takes understanding yourself the best because you know even if a brand deal were to come along. 
you really wouldn't want to take a deal that was like, oh, I don't really use this product. Nope. <laughs> say it. Your audience is going to feel that you're just oh, selling them man. something. I see a lot of that. I mean, yeah. Is there is there a moment to just kind of segue? Yeah. We're not even segue. Yeah, really. no, just, go ahead. Yeah. Just to even where you see people on, you see it on any platform, yeah. and they'll give them a product to use or say something about, and they'll have the, the company will give it to many creators out there, yeah. right? Because they're pouring more money sometimes into the YouTuber videos mm -hmm. instead of a commercial on yeah, yeah. TV. So they'll send the same product to everybody, same script of you need to hit these points yep. within the video, but you can say it in your likeness in yeah. a way that works for you. And they'll all have this video structured in, in the same way and they'll all be hitting these same points and then it feels like, man, you know, this was somebody I followed and I followed them because I like what they had to offer genuinely. Yeah. But it feels like they're just selling to me now. They're just yeah. trying to use me to make money in a sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, people can sense when they're getting sold to, which is you know, just to go back to the conversation of interacting with people in real life. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the times, that's why people don't like to stop and say hi, is because the people walking down the street thinks, right. "Oh, this is another guy." Oh, who's trying to sell me something. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh the, uh, Target. When yeah. I was in Target, and I'm just going in there to kind of relax and have a nice time, and. Uh, there was a guy, and I almost felt bad because it's usually someone who's trying to sell a cell phone um, plan. I yeah, think. I don't know. And, yeah, and I, think I, I, know. Sell. I think I might know. And yeah. it's just a, it's just another human being out there, another person who's just yeah. trying to make ends meet and make some money. And but I, at that moment in time, it's like, oh man, they come on kind of strong, and I'm yeah. not really trying to talk or anything. Yeah, I just want to get yeah. what I need and get right, out. Right, right, it's right. like, hey so. there, brother, how you doing? It's all people. I don't know what's going on, sir, but I, I'm sorry, sir. I can't do it. I'm not your brother. I'm sorry, I'm sorry sir. <laughs> no <you>. relation. <laughs> so I got something to be. I mean, you know, that's how it is, and that's why you know, of course, I would love for us to get sponsored soon. But I'll be honest, like if, if I can see myself actually using the product or having a use for it, I can't really represent it. Oh yeah, and again, I think that's how it should be anyways, you know, because again, not only will your audience hear that you don't really care about the product, mm -hmm. but you yourself would also feel less obligated <laughs> yeah. to even care. I'm just put it in here, I hate it anyways. You know? oh, what's that word? What's the word? Um, do anything for clout or? Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's one thing. Look at that money, I make a... <clears throat> Yeah, oh, talking right. about, <laughs> uh, and yeah, you know, I, there are a lot of brands and stuff that I genuinely like. If mm -hmm. I don't use it in my everyday, or I'm not even saying my everyday, if I don't use it myself, I'd certainly wouldn't recommend it to anybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, that's just one of those things about the actual people on the other side of the camera. You should really try to make an experience with them uh, more than you should. Uh, you know, try to just sell out, you know, yeah, because so. content yeah. creation is still art at the end of the day. Oh, absolutely. Um, we're all still artists. Um, so if you just kind of cash out immediately, there is a certain level of selling regardless of whatever you make, mm -hmm. uh, whether you want to have a show, a TV show or yeah. a movie or whatever. Every director always struggles with this. We talked about that a lot on the, the last one about how, uh, you know, Warner Brothers really yeah. just kind of came in and, you know, took over the whole production process for a lot of their movies. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there is a certain amount of selling you have to do as an artist, but at the same time, you should also want to create something that is worthwhile, valuable anyways, that justifies being turned into 
uh, NFT, a yep. podcast, uh, a YouTube right, video, right. an Instagram post. If you're just posting something ridiculous for the sake of trying to get some clout, yeah. Uh, just <laughs> what do you really just look that way? Yeah. 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 What you really yeah. That's good. And you yeah. know, and you know uh, some people do want to go famous just for that trend. Sure. I mean, yeah. Do you want to be known for that? Mm, it depends oh. on what it is. I mean, if it's something real positive, like hey, there is the. I don't know. I mean, walking old ladies across the street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But, but then again, do you want to be known as someone that just walks away across the street, though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. No, no, no. So, <laughs> sometimes, this is where some actors do kind of struggle with the roles that they play because John Boyega is a great actor, but all folks know him as Finn. Yeah. Oh, right. The guy in Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or really? Oh, <laughs> I can't say it. Can no, no, no. You, oh, okay, okay. He okay. can definitely say it. It's just yeah. like he's got to, he keeps messing up uh, John Boyega stuff. I feel like he's got to make a lot of enemies with a lot of really famous and talented people. Right, right. Yeah, no. uh, but I'm just saying, you know, it, 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 like I said before, some actors are known for just either mm-hmm. one role. And some of them enjoy making money, like the lady from Progressive. She probably made Oh, yeah. Oh, that is amazing yeah. dollars. Yeah. But. I know personally, I would not be known as a guy representing an insurance company because it is an insurance company. Yeah, right. Well, but even like, you know, walking the old ladies across the street isn't even a bad example because imagine just being known for anything. Like you said, like getting typecast is exactly the same phenomenon where the public just kind of has this idea of who you are. Mm-hmm. And, oh, man. you know, now your reputation or whatever speaks for yourself so even if you're the person that walks old ladies across the street it can be anything yeah. and typically the internet yeah. doesn't even reward positive oh, behavior it does it so it but even if it, it is something yeah but even if it is something that's good mm-hmm. it'll still kind of be turned against you because somebody else's idea of what that means oh he walks old ladies across the street right you know? <laughs> that's offensive to them yeah for some reason it doesn't make any sense uh, you know, and, and uh, the terminology I mentioned um, old ladies let me say a, a better way um, uh, the a wiser generation yes. they're walking the wise yes. generation across what the street the, and the golden the golden years right, right. The golden, right. I, feel, yeah. I feel like the terminology of old ladies may sound a little not not how we're bringing yeah. it across but, so let's say the yeah. wise for that example, yeah. walking the riser generation across the street, right? Because that was deemed as something generally that people would tell you that's a good thing to do, right? Yeah. And if you do that, like you mentioned, um, it's possible that somebody might look at that and say, "Oh, he or she, or or, or they're just doing that because they're trying to get yeah money, go viral." Or just and the, to, that happens all the time with people the time. donate like rappers and stuff give money mm-hmm. to like homeless people. Yeah, oh, but, why'd you record that? Yeah. Oh, why'd well, you do that? Also, on the other side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why uh, did you record yourself to give him money? <laughs> <laughs> that is no, 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 yeah. There was this, and I'm hoping that this, I'm hoping I'm wrong, but if I remember correctly, wasn't there a YouTuber that was giving away PS5s to homeless people? Yes. And yes, I was like, there, what the a hell? Lot, there's a lot of videos like that. Yeah. But the funny thing is, what the hell is homeless man going to do with a PS5? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, you see what I'm saying? You know, but yeah. that's how you trick an algorithm because people right. will see homeless man, they'll see PS5, they'll see giveaway. And that's a huge audience yeah. of people. But the same way that you just asked that question, you know, uh, Jordan Peele was talking about his writing process, and mm-hmm. you know, he, when he wrote Get Out and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, he he was talking about like walking through the movie, through the beats and stuff. Uh, 
the whole time he's wondering, well, what is the audience thinking here? They're gonna think, who is this girl? Or what does she want? And stuff like that. And that is how you get an audience. You always wanna have them questioning. That's how you, yeah. uh, what is, was it, uh, who's the guy who directed the, J.J. Abrams. He J. J. has the TED talk about the mystery box. Ah. And he's like, your story should unwind like a mystery box. So it's like you solve one part, and then it's like, you know, you, the audience has another question. Yeah. Uh, so, a really good way to kind of pick people up is, um, you know, ask a question in their head. If it's, you know, uh, why are you giving out PS5s to a homeless man? Like, yeah. People are going to want to click on it to resolve the answer. Right, exactly. exactly. Uh, What's the, like, they just out of anger. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the thing is that, and this is why the saying goes, no publicity is bad publicity. So, yes. as stupid as it was, at least, at least in my opinion, it's stupid to do that. It still got him many, many clicks, or whoever he is. Yeah. But again, I, at least maybe it's only me, but I did not click on it because I thought it was that dumb. I was like, man, I'm not. I, I literally said, I'm not going to give him any more views. Yeah. And it's like, I was like, down to stuff like I mean, that. Yeah. You are. Sorry, I'm not going to try and rant about that, but even still, <laughs> it's just that some folk will do that kind of charitable uh, good things because. And it was for the clout viral. Yeah. And also at the same time, yeah, they're doing it for the clout, but they are doing charitable, charitable stuff so there's right. it's on you know there's how was it is there's two there's two two sides to it it has silver arguments. lining yeah, yeah there we go there's silver lining's playbook <laughs> great movie by the way yeah <laughs> oh yeah so I think that slides us right into our next uh, topic about you know the people that have blue checks uh, oh, certified yeah, go ahead, yeah. Go ahead, set it up yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the thing is they actually have a lot more leeway with their accounts because uh, the thing is the people who again the bring the value to the sites those are typically the people who are going to get the, the blue checks people with notoriety mm -hmm. because when these fan bases and stuff go online they're not Sometimes you are just like, you know, let's see what YouTube has for me today or, you know, let's see what Twitter has for me today. Uh, but a lot of the times, or at least, you know, with certain sectors of the Internet, they are logging on to see specific people. They're trying to see their content creators. People want to log on uh, YouTube and see, you know, uh, RDC World and people yeah. like that. You know, they want to see when their next videos drop. So... The, con the creators who are making the content are also driving the traffic in. So blue check marks typically have a little bit more flexibility and stuff. But uh, again, what people are willing to do behind getting those blue check marks, right. Right. Uh, <laughs> it kind of just murks the whole thing up. Uh, but each platform kind of has different means of not only getting certified, but to getting monetized and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, TikTok has the creator fund where it's kind of the same thing that like the YouTube partnership where the creators can get paid for, you know, TikTok utilizing their content and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that just is really a way to incentivize people making on the yeah. platform. Because, you know, again, at the end of the day, it's not the algorithm that's making this content. It's it, the people. It's, people. it's the people. Yeah. Whenever there's people, there's, there's power. Right. That's not the original. Sorry, I did not make, I did not oh. make that up. Maybe someone in the audience knows who said that. Maybe. Oh, yeah. you check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Well, but, leave us a comment. Yeah. yeah, yeah we know where there's people, there's power. Oh, oh there's power. With, no one um, man should have all the <laughs> <laughs> With uh, with the blue checks, in regards to that, it's um, so what the blue checks are giving. It shows what 
whether they're the ones who are bringing in the people mm -hmm. or what the um, folks who have made the platform value. Mm -hmm. um, so with that, I've seen some blue check marks who are given to people who maybe me personally, I wouldn't think that they are adding the best of the best to enhance the uh, the human race, right? <laughs> just to help us okay. just move forward. I'll be honest, man. I don't want to say no names, no, but I've no, seen no, some yeah. stuff out there that is questionable or that is inappropriate or but this is me personally. Somebody else might look at what I think is not right. Yeah. Like, okay, for example, uh, I don't know, oh, man, I don't, okay, well, so, so. I, yeah, tell you what, I guess, can I help you sum it up, I guess? Okay, yeah. So, what would you have to say? Would if your content involves uh, punching someone in the back of the head. Okay, for that. <laughs> okay, right. right. This is a example. Place to start. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what side you're part of. I'm not going to agree with you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But, and, and, and okay, I'm, I'm going to let those people have verified blue checks. But if a platform were to give that them that blue check, it just oh, goes man. to show, like, it, what is it that they value? Yeah, yeah it validates that kind of yeah. behavior and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, and again, I'm not going to point out any celebrities specifically, right. mainly because I don't want their fan bases to yeah, 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 yeah. laugh Actually, on me. No, no, the right is not bad. We get to be pissed. Hey, I'm not off. one of the people that believes <laughs> no publicity is bad publicity. I believe in bad publicity. That that is a uh, wives' tale. Do y'all know what happened to uh, on Saturday? Do y'all do y'all know what happened to uh, trick uh, to trick daddy when he said uh, Beyonce can't sing all that well? No. So, um, so the rapper Trick Daddy said some negative comment about Beyonce. I think I think he said she, he didn't think that she, she could sing all that well. Her fan base right. gave his restaurant a one star average. Man. Oh my and it's gosh! Millions yeah, of people. yeah. That the thing is that they were just making some shit up as they go. <laughs> and all he there. said was that he ain't like her music. And that's right. right. It's just somebody's opinion. Yeah, and that's the thing. But when they have an audience of people who's like, "This is the person I love," never met him in their life. You mean but you mean whatever they've created has brought them through a dark time in their life, or they have an attachment to yeah. it. They'll do anything just to you know defend themselves. Yeah, uh, like a cult. In a way, in a yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, that's the magic word, the buzzword around here. <laughs> uh, that's the buzzword of the video. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's buzz, yeah, it's a buzzword everywhere now. But it's almost like, in a weird way, like a reverse cancel culture because people have this whole, like, I don't know where I fall on cancel culture. I don't even know if it's really real or not. But, you know, once these people kind of are given that green light and they can just kind of, like, do whatever, people still see it as like a consequence to have that removed but again like you were saying earlier i think there's also there should be consequences you know <laughs> if people say hey we don't want to support your content or whatever anymore if people say hey we don't want to support your uh you know your tv show or whatever uh, being in that position is a would you, not gratuity wouldn't be the word but you it, that's already like a really gracious place to be in, you know, to have a blue check mark or to even just be, uh, you know, in a position like that. So I, I honestly do think we do need to kind of hold people to a standard. Yeah. The only issue is, is that again, behind the screens, the people at home um, <laughs> can interpret things however they want to. A lot of the times yeah. people do not hear 
the full stories of things, and people don't really do their own research. Yeah, yeah no snippet research at all. One clip, one little clip. questionable out of the whole thing. Yeah. no context, and just put it up there. Can yeah, you we, believe have, what they we have said? seen it, and I'm like, well, did you see the entire video? Did you see the whole? Yeah, video? and that's what I'm starting to realize that whenever I see a small clip, I always ask, okay, I gotta watch right. the full video, gotta get the context. Yeah, just yeah. so, okay. Well, okay, so what's the context behind this? And not all things appear as what they seem. Yeah, you gotta do your research. In other words, the internet. I'm sorry, not the internet. Social media is not a valid source of information. Yeah. If you told me that this some this some information I got is from social media, I'm gonna ask you, okay, did you double check it? Like, you at least fact check that because I've heard so many times where people would try to tell me stuff they only saw on Twitter. I'm like, well, is that true or not? And they haven't checked. Then they check yeah. it online, and and it was fake. Go ahead, Grant. Okay, okay. I know you See, real with quick, that, man. oh man, that's a great point. I mean, you go ahead. So, <laughs> after this, on stories on some platform, it'll be a post of a picture, just some picture, right? And there'll be these big, bold, white words of or of a headline. Yeah. And they'll use a picture, but <clears throat> what the picture represents is not what the fabricated story is talking yeah. about at all. <laughs> and people will say, "I heard that." Aliens are coming back tomorrow, um, and they saw a picture of, of a Photoshop, you know, alien spaceship or something like that. And they'll believe that information <laughs> yeah. and go tell everybody as if it's factual. Yeah. And they only saw it on a 60 second, you know, story. And unfortunately, that is why Facebook is uh, in open court right now. <laughs> because they do, uh, I don't know if they're generating it. I don't know if they're. Not even, I don't believe they're generating it. There's, you can create a fake article on Facebook yeah. and yeah. post it on there. Like, and there's no checks and balances there. And unfortunately, YouTube kind of very similarly rewards clickbait titles and stuff like that. Some people that might watch the first 10, 15 seconds of a video and only leave with the information 10, 15 seconds in, but that's not enough to get a nuanced uh, understanding of whatever is really happening, you know? Um, and yeah, I, I think uh, we were talking about the whole stories thing. Yeah. Uh, just that endless vertical scroll. Oh, we just kind of forget like it's constant. Yeah. That messes me up every single day. I've been trying to better my schedule yeah. from yeah. waking up, you know, doing uh, uh, work throughout the day and then getting it, uh, my time back at the end of the day. And for some reason, I'll have this plan the day prior. And this just takes dedication and, and yeah. just really wanting better for myself. I'll get up and I'll find myself scrolling and I don't yes. want to even be on the platform. Yeah, but, it's but I'll like just be there, age. you know? And it's, it's, just, it, it's just so yeah. dangerous. And I realize that every time I'm doing it, but you just got to figure out a way to get away from it, whether it's reading a book or sending things like that. Some days I win and some days I don't. Yeah. Well, here's where tough. we also got to ask ourselves, whenever like, you want to try to change a habit, you got to think, just think about what you're doing while you're doing that thing. Yeah. Like how when people try to quit smoking, I think one of the first things that uh, people always tell people that are trying to quit smoking is stop stop thinking about what, you, what you're doing while, while you're smoking and why are you smoking. Then after a while, some folk will say, well, some will probably say, nah, I'm not really doing anything productive. You know, slowly kind of weed themselves yeah, off. Right. In other words, be purposeful. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Be purposeful. Sometimes you gotta stop and think. Yeah. yeah. The way that these things are designed, they are designed to kind of be your like downtime. Mm -hmm. Where it's like I'm not doing anything else. Let's just right. see what's on here. Uh, yeah. And I yeah, actually, into, yeah, that's exactly what I did. This <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'm like, no. <laughs> 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 oh. 
uh, if you just kind of you know have a little bit more purpose I think you'll see uh, it might be a little bit easier to kind of pull away but at the same time this is also the way that we interact with most people so it's, it's kind of like yeah. if you don't interact on social media then it's like you're not interacting with mm -hmm. most people in your community and whatnot uh, I do have another point on that with social media the bad that can come from it uh, or what I perceive, but what could be bad, is the comparisons that can take place when we all know that it's only a highlight reel for yeah. people's really best moments a yeah. lot of the times. Yeah. And even though I know that usually it's a highlight reel, I'll see someone's best moment that they'll show and yeah. share, and for some reason I'll look at it knowing that it's their good moment, and I'll still say, dang, you know, or, or man, I, I, I'm not doing it like they're doing it. Well, or, I yeah. really wish I was Ooh. doing it at their well, level. But, yeah. you know, it's... Well, it's and, yeah. The, the thing that comes with that is is that uh, I think there's a flip side to that because I, for the people that want to make content, mm -hmm. you know, it, that can be a good thing as well because once you're putting yourself out there, you know, people are not going to always remember the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. uh, so that, that can be encouraging to you is that more people will remember the good things than mm -hmm. the, the bad. So, uh, you know, if you just kind of you know, walk with confidence, you know, do what you need to get done. Right. Uh, the internet, I guess, sometimes can be forgiving. But at the same time, again, the, the actual effects of that on your own self-esteem can be really uh, challenging. Um, and you do kind of have to find a balance because, you know, yeah. I, I always try to, I always have to be on social media because I'm always constantly posting and, yeah. you know, doing this and prepping stuff and whatnot. And, uh, you know, when I actually have stuff to do, it's like I don't even want to be on my phone. I, 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 get <laughs> I, I, I gotta you know, scroll through this. I yeah. comment here. You know, I'm still on mine right now. I got. I make up. I'm still. I'm working on my phone right now. But as we speak, yeah. yeah. Through yeah. so so through social media, right? Yeah. Someone's contacting me through social social media. Yeah, yeah that happens too. You know? Yeah, I'm not even exchanging a phone number sometimes. Yeah, it's just and and not to say that that is a bad thing. Right, because there's, as we mentioned, a lot of good that comes out of being yeah. able to um, call your grandma. She has a phone. Yeah. You used to have to send her mail or call yeah. her grandpa, or people in your family, people, yeah. friends, family you mm -hmm. love. You can FaceTime and yeah. stuff now. Yeah, you can do that today, and that is incredible. And just the downside of that is having to have that balance and that yeah. self-control yeah. to pull away. When you yeah, and I think you know, social media is just medium it's the medium of exchange between two people uh, that is that's the breakdown balancing act but I think it has introduced many new layers of uh, social circles I guess you would say you know uh, it, it, you do see a lot of people's highlight reels and stuff like that and a lot of people often will forget to unfollow people and stuff like that so you do just constantly see you know whatever people are projecting out there yeah. and I do think again in real life you would know I'll never see this person again yeah. or you know yeah. only see this person yeah. in this circumstance but online you're constantly, you're constantly getting exposed yes like that constant exposure it does have a negative effect because yeah. just think about it imagine if we weren't as connected there was no social media your world is basically the world around you that's all yeah. you do. But the world we have is the globe. So yeah. we see, Man. instead of only hearing about Man. the bad stuff that occurs in your city or, or like, like most things you see, 
like most of your city and every now and then you hear stories from out from like out of town but if you consistently hear any new stories from every single city from yeah. every single country it gets tiring you know like it really does but and sometimes I feel like honestly the us as humans are still getting used to this constant exposure to yeah. the amount of, of information that, that we have access to because we're really not that far away from the times where you know we were living in huts and tribes and stuff in the grand scheme of things yeah. uh, <laughs> you know a uh, uh, hundred years ago uh, what year is it? This is I mean, 2021. 20, so yeah, I mean, 1950 years ago. 150 years ago. Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were no phones. <laughs> there were no flying buses <laughs> on the sky. You know, we had never been to space before. Uh, our brains are not really equipped to kind of catch up with this, being constantly exposed to the whole world. So you know, again, we have just came at a breakneck speed from, you know growing our own food to put on the table and Man. you know so you building your own house yeah. Yeah. yeah and now we can literally press a button and have food delivered oh, to our man. thing you know we oh, can literally nothing. facetime somebody and the other side of the planet on the other side of the planet yeah, and exactly. knowing that you have whatever you want to see or do or experience at the push of a button in your pocket you know mm. i always say that having phones in our pocket is it's got to feel like what wizards must feel. <laughs> <laughs> and i say this every time because imagine if you just had a magic wand and you can just it really it almost yeah, is yeah. like that yeah. it's like you can open doors and now they're starting to replace i think apple's starting apple's trying to replace your wallet with your phone now yeah and mm-hmm. car and certain car companies electric car companies yeah. I started to say your phone is your it's key. It's your key. Right. Which is started outside. Which I would not recommend most people to use right now because it's still a new technology. But we have already right. kind of given all of our control Ooh. over to our phone. To our phone, right. which then for us, well, I guess this part will uh, be the last thing, but yeah. I go too far okay. as far as conspiracy okay. theories. But if we're giving the tech companies all this much access to everything, our wallet, our IDs, mm-hmm. you know, car to, you know, yeah. the car keys. What aspects do we have for ourselves that are, are private anymore? Right. You know. Yeah. Oh, even that. The we everybody knows at this point. Maybe not everybody. Can't speak in generalities, but yeah. a lot of people know that they're just listening in on conversations, things yeah. like that. Surveillance like cameras. You know, um, even that. Uh, but yeah, just your phone recording audio, and then you see the advertisement pop up. We've been seeing that for a long time now. <laughs> And as you you know, as you mentioned there, how much control they have now in a sense of your personal ID, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and where that could go in the future. If it's here now, I just it does there is there are some nerves in regards to the possibilities yeah. of where it yeah. could go. Yeah. And this is gonna be a fun a decade, but in the meantime, hey. let's try and make some money off. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we're trying to do. Yeah, and I think that brings us to a really good uh, closing point. Yeah. So again I wanna thank Grant for coming on today. Yes. Yeah. Thank uh, you Miles thank you. is fulfilling his service duties to our country right yeah, now. Absolutely. But he should be back uh, the next time around. Actually I think uh, the next time they'll see us here will be on uh, oh, we can get it in yeah, a second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next time you'll see us will actually be at Disney World, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's going to be good. That's all that we all four of us did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll be back soon. The Victory Click Podcast, Victory click, click that subscribe button.
button, a thousand subscribers, Disney World. We need a thousand. See you next time. Peace. Peace. <laughs> okay, now before you curse us out. Yeah. <laughs> that was perfect, man. Good run.